Hi friends, I'm Courtney. I'm a performer, speaker, and a writer. I'm a mama to three crazy boys and a super sweet dog. I decided 12 years ago that I needed to create a business that worked for me instead of me working for it. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who may be considered a serial entrepreneur by some, but then I realized that all of my businesses focused on connection, community, and creating an incredible experience. I cannot wait to share with you how to make small but mighty changes in your life to affect your overall well-being and create a life and business you want to get up in the morning for. That's right, my friends. I am the Renaissance Mama. Hi friends, it's Courtney, the Renaissance Mama, and I am so excited for you to check out the show today. This is one of our Mom Diaries series, and in case you haven't heard about the Mom Diaries, it's myself chatting with real moms in different seasons of motherhood with no Instagram filter. So it's just good conversations, and I'm so excited tonight. I'm chatting with Christina, and I can't wait for you guys to hear her story talk about the season of motherhood she's in now compared to before and just all that stuff in between. So Christina, please say hello to my audience. Hi, I'm Christina Johnson. How are you all today? I hope you're doing well. I love it. And Christina, because obviously we're talking the mom diaries. Why don't you let my audience know how old or how many kids you have and how old they are? Yeah, I have two children. I have a daughter who is going to be nine in uh, about a week and a half from now. Ah. And then I have a son and he is just turned three. Yeah. Awesome. That's amazing. And now was your daughter planned? Was that from the beginning? You knew you were trying to have a baby? Like that's what the goal was? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like we had been married for about like a year and like we were trying um and like you know just trying but um, I think what sparked it was that we had been living with my parents for about six months while our house was being built so as soon as we were in that house we had her like like that right so perfect the timing was just right then yeah the timing was right yeah Awesome. And then what were your kind of initial thoughts and feelings about expanding your family? Yeah. So we had talked that we'd always wanted maybe two or three possibly children. And um, we said that a good time for us would be like two, three years, like waiting for that, that other, that firstborn to go off to school. So yeah. um, we thought, oh, we didn't really have any problems conceiving our first. So we'll just wait three years to the mark and start having that second. And um well, we we miscarried with with uh, with a child in 2017, and it was um it was Christmas time, so it was a very hard hard Christmas because you're just finding out. And people are like, "Oh, why aren't you drinking?" And I'm like, "Well, I might be pregnant." Uh, but don't get excited, anybody, because um I'm bleeding and I might be miscarrying. Oh and, my goodness. So that Christmas was a very hard Christmas for us. Um, and um, yeah, so it was, it was, it was hard. And we tried again and we miscarried again in uh, 2019, 20, 2018. And then I started seeing um, a natural path about figuring out 
what what um, could be wrong. And they discovered that I had PCOS, which is wow. polycystic ovarian syndrome. So um, for anybody that doesn't know what that is, um, it's like signs where it can be like additional hair. Like it's when you create more testosterone, you have um, cysts on your ovaries. Um, yeah. So I started seeing a natural path to, um, kind of support that journey. And then, um, from there I, um, started seeing an OBGYN that specialized in that to help us go on some medication so that we could, um, plan for a future child, which, um, we did conceive in 2020 and that's my son, Connor. And, um, yeah, but um, to to get there, um, I actually started seeing a fertility clinic. Yeah, and um, they in in it was January, and they were going to give us an IUI um, treatment, and I was on drugs already from uh, the naturopath and the um, OBGYN, and. Um, they decided to shut down our IUI, but I was going through all the blood work and, and everything, like all the, the treatment and they shut down because of COVID. So they're just like, well, you're cycling. So you might as well just try. So we ended up conceiving that month anyways. So it was like, you know, like it was just worked out, you know? Um, I'm sure like looking back on it now, you're like, okay, it, it was what was meant to be. Obviously your son is, I've seen pictures. He's a super sweetie and everything is so good. But like, bring me back to those like initial, when you first started trying this for the second, like, were you just like, oh, this is going to be easy. This was easy before we got this. I just remember whenever, like after having my first, like, first of all, people right off the bat are like, when are you having second? When are you having second? You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just hold your horses. But I remember someone telling me and she had two or three kids at the time. And she had just said, she's like, listen, when you want to try for your second, you have to be ready for it to happen right away or for it to take a long time. Like you just, you almost just have to like roll the dice and start trying because there's no guarantee, right? Like, I think that's, that's the reality of it. But like, how, how did you start feeling when like the first, like when you started trying, trying? When, was, when we started trying, um, I think it was like June and then we can see by like, uh, I guess it was like November, right? For, for, um, for the miscarriage, right? Like, yeah. is that what you're talking about? Yeah. And, and so it pretty much like happened, like within a couple of months and we thought, okay, this is great. Right. Yeah. Kept on miscarrying and people, you know, people are asking, some people didn't know about it. Um, I kind of only had family know about like me miscarrying. Like I wasn't very open about it. Um, but then people started noticing that I was very like depressed and um not really there like I was sleeping until like 10 o'clock some days like um I had to go and get like medicated here's my little guy oh my gosh look at the little smile oh he's like so chill he's like yeah I'm 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 camera I'm fine <laughs> he's like he's like such a little ladies man oh my god cameras and stuff too 
so sweet. But yeah, like we thought, oh, this will be easy. Like we had our first and we never thought that we'd have any problems getting um, a second child, right? Yeah. Yeah. You just never, you just never know what's in the card. But like, I never gave up hope. Like I kept praying for another child. I kept um, like going to my church and being with my church family and, and yeah, you want to stay up. Thanks. <laughs> you want to say hello? Hi, buddy. <laughs> Hi. Oh, my gosh. I love that. So sweet. Um, So obviously you had, you know, difficulties with everything. When, after your first miscarriage, how long did you wait? Because I can imagine that must a be year. A, a year. year. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can imagine that must have been heartbreaking, but it was still this obviously a goal to have, you know, the second baby that you, right? Like, oh, that must have been such a hard, hard time. Yeah, so from, so it took us um, five, five years to um, conceive this little guy. And uh, yeah, all in all, yeah. So there's six years in between my children. Yeah, because um, they're both like almost like exactly six years because they're both he's november she's december right and uh yeah Cute. and i know you mentioned a little bit about going to the natural path so what made you kind of pick that route i had a friend um who's a counselor um and she said oh i'm seeing this not this great natural path and she's like maybe you should try it too and um and she was going through like my cycles and everything with me. And she's like, you know, you may have PCOS um, from the sounds of it, because my periods would like go from like a 28 day cycle to like a 55 day cycle. Wow. So it was just crazy. And, yeah. um, and I never had really thought about that. And I didn't really have like any information. I didn't really have anybody in my family that I knew about with it. Um, so it was very educational for me to find out about that. Right. Yeah. And, um, and the natural path was very lovely and everything, but I just decided that I wanted to go to the OBGYN after, um, after I saw her, like I stuck it out with her for about six months. And then I was like, I want to go see an OBG and I get um, the right meds and see if we can conceive another kid. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's, so you went to see the OBGYN and then you said, you mentioned you went to a fertility clinic as well. I did. Yeah. So I started seeing the fertility clinic in January, 2020, yeah. and they were going to set me up for an IUI. Right. And I was going through my, my cycles and I was going through a cycle in March. And so I was missing like half days for like 10 days of work. Cause like every day you have to go in and do like blood work. Cause they have to like, and stuff like that. And they like, Oh my goodness. Test yeah. To make sure that you're cycling. Right. And then they're like, unfortunately, if you want to go through with the rest of the IUI like treatment program, we can't cause it's COVID. So they're just like, you're ovulating this like right now. And that's like however many hours it was. So like, go get busy and see if it works out for you basically yeah this is your like last session with us because it's covid and oh the world is like shutting down right so the timing was so meant to be yeah the timing really was like 
meant to be and like without their help I don't think I would have maybe had my son right then and there because like it's so hard to keep track of your cycles and everything when they're so irregular yeah I'm so grateful for the help that I was given from from um this fertility place you know so beautiful. I love hearing that story. I mean, there's so many people that obviously like when COVID came and everything was closed down, it was horrible, right? Surgery, everything postponed, but I'm so happy yours was like a happy ending and the timing, the timing was what was meant to be. Yeah. So honestly, like it feels like you were on a pretty crazy roller coaster. How did you handle your emotions throughout all of this? Because every time you say something, I'm like, oh, oh, like I'm trying to hold my stuff together. Like it must have been so many ups and downs. How, how could you possibly end? You still had a little one at this time, right? Like you had your daughter running around and you were still being mom and doing all the things. Yeah, and honestly, like, she was, like, my, like, pride and joy, like, my reason to wake up, and like I said, like, I went through a stint there of a couple of months where, like, I was sleeping until, like, 10 a.m., and, like, not wanting to go to work, and, like, not working, like, not being able to hold down a job, because I was just so depressed, and um, it, it was hard, you know, but, like, I got through it knowing that I had to be there. I had support for her. Um, like, um, like I said, like I prayed a lot, you know, I still do to this day. Um, like did they like my church family and then my family on top of that. Um, and then also like working with like counselors and, and just being able to talk to people that are like outside of your own family, um, to bring in that outside perspective and just support you in so many ways. Right. Well, so that sounds like, yeah, you obviously had a very difficult time, but I'm really glad you were able to find the support you needed. Now, when you finally found out you were pregnant, yeah. how did that feel? What were those emotions? Yeah. So that was, that was, again, that, like, that was very hard. Like, um, because you just don't know, like you, when you've had miscarriages in the past, you are a little bit more of an anxious person mm-hmm. and you just are like, okay, is this going to stick? Is this yes. are you, like how, like, like my other miscarriage was at um, like seven weeks and, and four days, I believe. So like, you know, like you're just waiting for that time to go through and then like 10 weeks and then 12 weeks. And then you're like, okay, around this time, people usually start telling their family and friends. Right. Um, so you just like, for me anyways, I just, I never, I don't know. I never felt really secure with it. And I, I think I did a lot more, um, like check-ins with the doctor and the midwives. So I actually went with midwives for, for Connor, my son. And like, I had a full team behind me. Yeah. And like, and like I remember feeling like guilty sometimes for wanting to like check the, um, the heartbeat and stuff like that. Just make sure the baby was still there. Right. But yeah. don't feel guilty. Like, no. just, they're like, just come in and like make yourself comfortable. And, you know, so like, anytime they're like just just come in and check that out right yeah 
and it, it was so great like knowing that like by the time I was about I think about six months I would say that I started feeling a little bit more settled and secure yes. but I still didn't feel like 100% like I still yeah. like in the back of your your brain you're still kind of like is this yeah. gonna stick still right yeah. Did you find, did you like take care of yourself differently when you're pregnant with Connor or like, cause you had already now seen a natural path, you had already done different things. Like, did you take care of your body at all differently or like eat different foods or was the pregnancy felt any differently, even from your first? Yeah. I think every pregnancy I had felt different and yeah. like a little bit more intense with yeah. the more pregnancies that you have, like everything's a little bit more tense. So like I felt Connor a lot earlier than I did with Hannah like I don't remember feeling butterflies in my stomach till about I don't know like 18 or 19 weeks with her but with Connor I swore I felt him at like 12 weeks like I felt you know and um I don't know like yeah I guess I guess I did eat a little bit healthier but I feel like I was a lot healthier when I was with Hannah um probably because of like I like I'm I was heavier than when I had Connor um because of being depressed and putting on weight and and those other pregnancies right and not losing it and just with Hannah like I remember like I was into yoga and like Pilates and moving around so much and like with Connor like um yeah I was working I was um I was standing around a lot at work and stuff and moving my body, but it just wasn't this, it wasn't the same. Like it didn't feel like a healthier version of myself, but I did um, take like the proper vitamins and stuff and like extra folic acid and everything in the beginning of the pregnancy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, When you kind of like, had your second how did hannah react did she love her little baby brother yeah she did yeah she (laughs) like um she was really excited and like i would read her um these baby books like there was a sesame street um baby book like where the monster was getting a baby sister and we'd read oh i know that one (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah so cute and uh and so we like prepared her for it because she was a little bit older too right like yes like she was six when he came and yeah you know like she just I don't think she held him right away I think it was like day three or something like that there she held him and then she's like no I don't want him and like gave him Ah! (laughs) (laughs) and then she didn't hold him again till like he was like two or three weeks old yeah but again it was like us like putting the baby onto her and being like do you want to hold him like you know (laughs) she's like I don't know about this (laughs) but she would like mimic everything I did like with her Barbies and stuff she'd like breastfeed or bottle feed her Barbies (laughs) 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 like lifting the shirt up and sticking her little baby in there and it's so cute you know oh my goodness that's adorable and when you had Connor did you have that sense of like okay my family's complete he's here like this is this is what what I was hoping for yeah that's what everybody would say to me too like you got one girl one boy you have like the million dollar family 
They're like, you, you must know that your family's complete now. And I'm like, yeah, I think so. I think we're good now. Like, um, yeah, it just felt right. And, um, you know, that whole bonding experience, right? Yeah. Um, do you have any advice you would like to share with others who might be going through a similar journey? Yeah, just um, not to give up on yourself and like always have hope and like just be patient, just give yourself grace. And you know what, if it, it, you know, you can't always plan things out, like you can't always expect your ducks to be lined up in a row and for that that magical two-year gap right like you know like I'm just so glad that I didn't give up you know like so many times I could have and that we kept trying and looking for all those outlets and all those different naturopaths and doctors to support and help us you know yeah Oh, so beautiful. And it is like, it's mean, I love when I hear stories like that, that like in the end it, it worked out, right. what happened was supposed to happen. And that's so good. We had recently, I actually went to a baby shower of, um, a couple who had been trying for a very, very, very long time and did in vitro, nothing was sticking, nothing was sticking. And then all of a sudden they got pregnant and it was this like, Oh my goodness. But that same thing of like the anxiety of like, is this going to stick? Like what? you know um so they actually just had that little baby so I feel like once again it was happened when it was supposed to finally happen um is there anything that you kind of wish you had known or you done differently throughout all of this um, I mean it's no. always hindsight right right well, There's the, only, nothing- the only thing I wish I had known is that I wish that maybe more people had spoken up more about miscarrying and stuff in my family um because after that it seemed like everybody was coming out of the closet I'm like really like you had one and you had one and, oh my goodness and like you feel a lot of guilt and you don't realize that it's one in five it's one yeah. in five that miscarry yeah. and um and that guilt that you feel like okay what if I had done this or that or whatever but it's not actually anything on you and I didn't realize that for the longest time that there was nothing I could have done to have prevented that from happening right like there it's not you it just it just happens for a reason sometimes yeah did you find like a community based of other people that's happened like had similar experiences at all or yeah I don't remember how I found these communities um I think it was just more of like word of mouth I found like a Facebook group and I found um because I it, the first one happened to me at Christmas time um I found a community that was lighting candles um down in the city in city hall Guelph and so we all lit like a little candle for our little babies and stuff like that and we all shared our journeys and like um it was just it was real connection right like and it doesn't matter if it's like a a stillbirth or a miscarriage like it's a loss is a loss and you still have those those feelings to go through as a mom and like as a mom like you have that bond like you know that tethered bond with that child and you feel it inside of you right from day one 
Oh yeah. Even when you just like think of them in your head, like the moment that stick, you're like you, it changes you. I remember, remember that very clearly with my first and my husband didn't understand it at all. And I'm like, you don't, you don't get it. So yeah, it's such a crazy, crazy thing to think about. Do you find now that um, like, obviously you're open to chat about this. That's why you're on the show. And I appreciate you so much, but do you find like people do ask you questions and feel comfortable? Like they know you you're openly like willing to chat and be that support person. Yeah, I have. I have been because people do often bring up like, why do you have such a big age gap between your kids? And I I will open the floor. I'm like, it's not like we didn't try or we weren't hopeful or that we wanted such a big gap, but it just, that's just, how it was and that was just the plan at the time right yeah yeah and I love that I love that you're able to be open and have those conversations and if people want to chat about it they can and if they don't they don't have to but I love that you are continuing to have those beautiful conversations and there's that little friend there again (laughs) yeah you can probably see the top of his head bring him up here Awesome. Well, Christina, we are almost done. Is there anything you'd like to share with my audience? Um, maybe this little, if I can get it up. Oh, it's turning my face ID on my phone. Don't touch any buttons. Okay. <laughs> um, where is it? Oh. Hi. Hi. Um, so this is one of the things that helped me get it through. And it was, um, at the funeral I was at recently, the mother spoke and said that as soon as a a child is conceived, um, like I said this before, an invisible thread is, um, tethered from the mother's heart to the baby. And when the baby comes out to mother, the placenta or the bill of cord or any other biological parts become severed and the invisible thread that formed from the mother's heart will always remain and it cannot be cut because it is invisible and to the naked eye but the mother always knows it's there oh you're getting me teary-eyed that was so beautiful and such an inspiring message for people to remember yeah well thank you so much christina for sharing your story thank you connor for sharing your mommy and letting her share her story and hopping on as well i hope this episode was interesting for many of you and i just really appreciate you coming on the show and i appreciate my audience for checking out the mom diary series so thank you so much friends and bye for now thank you bye